Hello and welcome to this Building Blocks episode of Unpacking the Case. This time we're looking at McAdams, Holmes and Robinson, which is a case surrounding intensification of use of easements. Do you want to start off with some background? Yeah, it's, um, it's quite a tricky area. It's basically where you've got easements, uh, most obviously access, all this was actually about sort of foul and surface water drainage. To what extent can you increase the, the, the use of the dominant land? To what extent can you change the type of use of the dominant land and what the effect on the servient land is? And suffice to say, there's lots and lots of past cases, which frankly, without the benefit of hindsight, you can't really predict what they're going to say. And lots of them depend very much on their facts. But this is a Court of Appeal case in 2004, which laid down the principles actually and said something new. Uh, most notably, uh, it uh, used to be assumed that if you got long-use prescriptive easements, then you could increase the volume of use, but you couldn't incre- uh, change the type. Whereas all other types of easements, it would have been the other way around. And then McAdams and Robinson, they said that uh, that uh, wasn't the case. There's, they fudged the difference between prescriptive easements and intensification of use and express and implied easements. What were the background facts to this case? Uh, they, it's involved, the, the original owner of these two pieces of land was uh, Mr. Holt, who seems to have owned it uh, in 1949. It was a cottage and garden, it was called White Cottage, uh, with an Y, not an I. Uh, and uh, they owned a neighbouring piece of land. And in 1949, they got planning permission on the neighbouring piece of land next to the cottage uh for a bakery and they the drains the foul water and surface water drainage drained across white cottage land and garden uh mr holt died in 1972 property was passed to his son uh and eventually uh it was uh the the bakery was uh passed on to somebody called richards back in 1982 the bakery actually shut down in 1986, um, and uh, but in 2001, so the McAdams Homes had purchased the land, the former bakery, and they got planning permission for two four-bedroom detached houses on the site of the former bakery. And they wanted to use the same drains, and uh, Robinson, who'd now come into ownership of the white cottage, basically blocked their drains. It became a basically a neighbour dispute that gets out of hand and ends up in the Court of Appeal. So what was the decision? The Court of Appeal um, basically accepted firstly that on the transfer of parts back in 1982, uh, easements would be implied using uh, the rule in Wielden and Burroughs. Wielden and Burroughs is a case that we've done as another one of the top 20 cases, so you can get hold of that. Um, so there'd be an implied easement, but uh, the first instance judge decided that uh, use of two houses, where there used to be a bakery, was an unreasonable intensification of use. The Court of Appeal uh, reluctantly accepted the first instance decision because on a question of fact, you know, uh, appeal courts very, very rarely override first instance courts you know, points of fact as opposed to points of law. But significantly, the Court of Appeal did lay out what the um, what the test, if you like, would be in relation to deciding whether um, 
there was an unreasonable intensification of use or not, and it was a brand new test, basically. And what was it? Yeah, it was Lord Justice uh, Newberger, as he was, um, said there's a two-part test. Uh, firstly, is there a radical change in the character of the dominant land and not merely an intensification of use or alteration of use? And secondly, is there a substantial increase in the burden of the servient land? And I say unreluctantly, they followed the, the um, High Court decision uh, on, on those two points. But they did make clear that it was very reluctant to do so. But that's really the big test. It's a two-stage test, but is, it, is there a radical change in the character of the dominant land? Okay. Anything else on this one? Yeah, I'm sort of, there have been obviously subsequent cases that have dis, you know, discussed McAdams and Robinson. It is a 2004 case. And still to this day, it's very difficult to actually, you know, sort of predict with the benefit of hindsight, without the benefit of hindsight. I can think of two court of appeal cases, both from 2009, within months of one another, one called Davil and Pohl and the other called Thompson and B, both of which involved uh, all purposes easements. Uh, one Davil and Pohl involved garden land and the other Thompson and B involved sort of land uh, subject to all purpose easements, and on both occasions they wanted to build three houses. Uh, and one, Davlin Pole, the court accepted uh, that uh, that was not an unreasonable intensification of use. It wasn't a radical change, and in Thompson and B, they accepted it was. So it is a difficult one to actually you know, predict without the benefit of hindsight. Thank you for that, Richard. Thank you, Richard, and thank you to everyone who's listening in. You've been listening to Unpacking the Case, the podcast by David Jones Bold, the real estate law specialists. 